So here's the thing, entrepreneurs, leaders, salespeople, we all want to create consistent, repeatable, and scalable ways to grow our business and our income. And we want to do it better, faster, and more seamlessly. Why? So we can actually enjoy our lives, take vacations, and spend the quality time we want with the people that we love. How do we do all this without spending a fortune or running ourselves ragged? That's the big question, and this show is dedicated to the answer. Tell your buddy right now, for all my friends that, are, that have been rocking GMB for a while now, raise your hands. Like you feel like you've done a lot with your Google My Business page, raise your hands. That's not as many as I was hoping. Tell your buddy how many phone calls you get per month right now from your GMB. You should know because they send you an email and they tell you. Right? Sean, how many, you, how many are you getting in a typical month? Okay, so he's getting six to seven. Look at Brandon Howe's number. He got 18 calls in 30 days. And the best news was, look up here, guys. If you get 18 phone calls, and he's in Arizona, so the phone calls usually go like this. Hi, we live in such and such, and we're thinking about selling our house. Or, hi, we're relocating, and we want to buy a house in Peoria, and we saw you online, and we'd like to have a conversation. These are not like anything other than pure, rad, unbelievably sexy phone calls all day long. And he said, but Tom, the 18 phone calls I got was nothing because that means they were literally on my GMB and they hit the number. The amount of phone calls I get beyond that is two to three times that. That's just the inside of GMB, hit the number, go. That's what they're tracking. Then he said to me, but the real action is in the people that are just finding my cell phone and texting me, or they're going to my Boomtown site and they're doing a full form fill out. And when obviously we removed all the privacy stuff, but they're all saying the same thing. I'm at your Google page. I want to do business with you. Look up here. No referral fees, free to do. How many of you guys got it? Okay, all my coaching clients, raise your hands really high. I'm going to start spot checking all of your pages. And if I see one that I don't like, or you're not doing it correctly, I'm going to hack you. <laughs> Said with love, I'm not actually gonna do that. I just wanna stress how important it is. Now, this right here, Renee, do you remember when we were all together, right? We did the, we did the deal in Orlando, and I was like, you should all Google your competitors. And I had this morning session in Orlando, and there's a bunch of top teams, and like, Renee's killing it, and this other team isn't, and she's like, look at him, like, ah. If you Google your competition, here's what you're gonna see. The vast majority of them have no pages up, and you shouldn't tell them, just keep it a secret, just keep doing what you're doing. Does that make sense? Now, I already asked you what actions you're gonna take. Let's talk about the next level. So check this out, guys. I believe we have to put no like and trust on steroids. No like and trust on steroids. And the thing that I'm clear on is, we can all stand up and say, I'm this and I'm that and why me and how much I do and how much volume and how many transactions and we're the biggest and we're this and all that is great and for a percentage of the population, it moves the needle. But for the vast majority of people, what moves the needle is what everybody else says about you. It's what everybody says about the broke agent. Oh my God, dude, he makes, he makes me laugh so hard, right? It's that that causes me to want to listen to the podcast, to engage more, to reach out. So my question for you, tell your buddy right now, honestly, we'll do this quick. How many reviews do you have on your Google My Business page? Tell your buddy how many. You should know this number. You should wear it like a badge of honor. How many do you have? I'm at 1,088 as of right now. I mean, I was on it this morning, like I know. 1,088. 
Now, here's my question for all of you. You ready? Shh. What do you do if you drop below four? Guess what happens? Google flags you and your page can go away. So guess what? We live in a world today where not only do you have to have a lot of reviews, if you suck, everyone will know and Google will make your page go away. You want to be above 4.5, but here's the other tricky part. You don't want to be five stars. The actual sweet spot number is 4.8. So if you're at five, call your mother and say, write a scathing review on my service. Give me a one, so it just drops you to 4.9, and then you're actually in what the consumers would say, that person's human. Nobody can be perfect a thousand times, right? Now, this is very important. Take a look at this. Actually, this is probably one you want a photo of. I am going to say that to you. Because Google's algorithm is going to give you more if you write the review the way Google reads it. If you look at it on the right side, that's actually right off Tom Tool's page. So shout out to Tommy Tool. The ideal review should have your first and last name or the salesperson on your team's first and last name, the what they help them do, right, and what city they did the transaction in. So if you look at like Tommy's reviews, like purchasing a home, that's the action, in Westchester, that's the location, wouldn't have been possible without Susan Austin. There's the agent's name. Every review that's written like that is going to be higher in the ranks of Google's SEO than just Jamie and the team were so awesome and I totally appreciate it and they were the best, right? Those reviews mean shit to Google. Is everybody clear? Okay, let's keep jamming. You should send all of your clients an email over the next 48, 72 hours and say, I'd love to get a review from you or will you take your old review from Zillow and will you place it here? But heads up, in your notes, write this down. Actually, don't do that. Don't do that. Because you did this, Lisa, and then all of a sudden you had 900 reviews and then Google eliminated them all because it looked like spam. So what you want to do in your notes, write this down. Every week, ask 25 people that know you, like you, and trust you to write a review. Every week, every Monday, brush your teeth, ask for 25 reviews. Every week, every week, every week, and you'll win. Now, I love this. Tommy, stand up. Everybody say, hello, Tom Tool. Okay, legendary agent, superhuman being, wonderful guy. We're going to watch a game coming up soon, right? We're going to the basketball game. We got that. So check this out. So we're together, and Tommy's like, look what I got. He created reviewtool.com. Now, tool is his last name, right? Reviewtool.com. And when I first saw it, it bifurcated to Zillow and Google, and now it just goes to Google. Tom, why did you do that? If you ask anybody to write you a Google review and say, Google my business, half the population, they're not going to figure it out. You're going to miss out. People just aren't going to get it. And then they're going to get pissed off and not want to do it. This takes them right to the review, and it populates automatically. So all they have to do is click the stars, write the review. And we have very clear instructions, like Tom said, where, hey, mention the agent, like Susan Austin, who's sitting in the back. Where'd you help them, et cetera. And it's hard getting these reviews. So you want to make sure they count when you get them. Bingo. Bingo. Give him a nice round of applause. Thank you, Tommy. Good work. Now, all of you that have crushed reviews, let me tell you where you're getting hurt right now. You haven't responded to all the reviews. You, you hate it when you get a bad review and it pisses you off, but you don't celebrate when you get the good review. 
hey, it was an absolute pleasure working with you and your family. And though the transaction wasn't as smooth as anybody would like it to be, we worked through it together. We made it happen. It's always my pleasure to work with great people like you. You need to respond to every single review that comes through because Google says, oh, hyper-local and a good person and lots of reviews, and she takes the time to respond to everybody. That's even more Google juice. All free. Make sense? Remember, being a jerk is expensive. Being free... Right, excuse me, being nice is free. So let's look at the next few and then we're gonna split. So what are you gonna commit to? What are you gonna do? Tell your buddy, how many reviews will you have by the end of the year? Tell your buddy. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? For all my Team Plus clients, raise your hands real, real high, all my team clients. So we were together in May uh, in Dallas having lots of fun, lots of energy. And one of the things that we talked about was the next level of reviews, it's one thing to get it in writing, but consumers, I want you to get this, consumers, 81% of their decision is made after they watch a video. 81% of their decision is made after they watch a video. And to be clear, television, the internet, YouTube specifically, Vimeo, Facebook, Instagram, they're all video-first environments. And yet I see people all day long publicizing, I've got this many reviews, and click and you can read my reviews. Let me give you guys a little heads up. You ready? Look at me real fast. No one reads anymore. I'm dead serious. No one reads. It's like, hey, this is a really great book. Can I get it on audio? Hey, that's a great book. Is there a short version, like 15 minutes of the author just describing it on YouTube? That's the world that we're in today. So my request for you guys is, the next level is, how many times can you get your clients to do a review for you on video? And I challenge a bunch of my Team Plus clients, Treasure, Monica. I see a whole bunch of you. I started searching people's pages. I found this one on Tom Tool's page, by the way. And what I loved is it's just so raw and real and relatable. So listen to this, guys, really quick, just the essence of it. Hey there, this is Michelle and Lily. We just bought a condo at City View. Um, Jay James was awesome from Remax. Um, we're from Jersey and Lily's going to law school here in the city. So we just purchased a condo that she's going to be living in. And Remax was great, um, especially Jay James. She helped us find a great place in a location super fast, really fast, like in one day. Literally and, the best. And was awesome. Um, email correspondence, very communicative. And um, we closed in like. 45 days and we had glitches from the mortgage company, not from the from not from Jade, but from the mortgage company. And she worked everything out for us really fast. And we still were able to close within like the 45 days, even with the mortgage company issue. It totally wasn't her, but she worked it all out for us. So uh, here we are, we're closing today, um, even before we had anticipated closing. So she's awesome, Remax was awesome, everyone was awesome, and uh, we hope you use her. Okay, so you might say that that mother smokes weed and says awesome too much, and she probably does, but what if I went to your site and there was a hundred of those? What if when I sent, hey, here's my pre-listing package in an email, here's all the things, watch these six or seven videos of people that are just like you in your local marketplace that have used us. I'm telling you right now, my friends, my buddy who is Ken Carey, who I very quickly just showed you this, Ken has done for, since 1986, 25, 30, sometimes as high as 35 infomercials a year. 
And every one of them, Ryan, 60, 70% of the infomercial is someone saying, I didn't think I could, but then I worked with, and she helped me, and ah! And all of you have it in writing, the next step is video. So do me a favor, just turn to your buddy and nudge him and say, he's really talking to you right now. Byron, how many you got now? 26? No, videos? Video reviews. Okay, so here's what I'm seeing, guys. I love it. So here's Byron with all this success, killing it in his business, and I say, how many videos do you have? And he goes, this was his face. Five. And all I'm telling you guys is this. Consumers make decisions based upon the videos that they watch. No one reads anymore. So as important as those reviews are for SEO and for Google juice, the videos will absolutely crush it. And I'm just stressing that's the next move. Now, very quickly, there's five questions you should ask. All these are going to be inside the slides for my friends that are new. What you ultimately want to get to is, look at number one. What was the problem you had you wanted to solve? We couldn't find a house. We met Lisa. Lisa put me with the right person. We found a house. But down at the very end, at the end, would you recommend us to others? Tom was awesome. Remax was awesome. Buying a house was awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. That's what we need. And then you've got to ask at the right time. And this is where most of you are blowing it. In your notes, this is what I would love for all my coaching clients to do. Start a video show called At the Closing Table. Start a show called At the Closing Table, and that's where you say, congratulations, you guys bought your first house, we're giving you the keys, you know, this is awesome, we sold your house, you guys just got this big check wired to you, everybody's in good spirits, can we get five seconds of this on video? Just answer, what was the problem you had? How do we solve it? Are you happy? Are you satisfied with our results? What kind of review would you give us? And let them just talk freely. Does that make sense? And Gary, I know like Saudi Prince may not do it for you, but what if he does? You with me? What if he does? Because you only need one or two of those really big wigs to say, I anoint Gary Gold, and then the whole thing takes off. But you know what those, those schleppy three and five million dollar deals you do? They'll probably do it for you. Right, the affordable housing, three to five million in Beverly Hills. The no bedroom, no bath. All right, so I'm gonna move away from the Google My Business stuff and we're gonna talk about how do we get more referrals, but I want you to be clear. Tell your buddy what you're committed to. Tell your buddy what are you committed to. What are you going to do? Okay, so come back to me. All right, how is your energy out there? I can't hear you, how's your energy? All right, so we got a jam to stay on track, but I want to give you two more little nuggets. How many of you know you can actually run ads to promote your Google My Business page? So nine of you out of 4,000. So everyone else, write in your notes, start running ads from your, like promoting your Google My Business page. Hey Google, Every person that types in, looking for a home in my area, moving to city, run my Google My Business page as an ad to those people. Is everybody clear? Just like a couple years ago when we started telling you run Google local services ads, and many of you are now like, oh my goodness, this is nuts. 
you can now run the same thing from your Google My Business page and promote that directly. So if you're not doing those two things, please start ASAP, right? We know what our actions are, so now let's talk about referrals. So do me a favor really fast, grab your phone. Grab your phone, go to your contacts, go to your contacts in your phone, and I want you to tell your buddy how many people you have in your phone. How many people do you have in your phone? How many people do you have in your phone? How many? You had a lot. Yes, that was funny. How many you got? 2,160. You go to your contacts and you scroll to the bottom. How many? How many? How many of those are agents? Because that's what you're going to need. Right? 50,000? How many you got? 1349? 932? Beat it. How many you got? 1700 or 17,000 or 17? 1700. So check this out. You ready? Shh. Everybody do a quick math equation for me. William, take the total number of people on your phone and then give me the number that is 6% of that. Just give me 6% of that number. I heard somebody just say 55. 6% of whatever that number is. 300. You're about to throw up in your mouth. What do you got, William? How many? 153 is 6% of the total number of people inside your database. Everybody got, everybody got the number? Yell your number out loud so I can hear it. 198. So look at this, guys. There's a company called House Canary, and there's a company called Revaluate. And for a while, I was looking at all the data between the two, thinking about creating a new business. I ended up passing on the business, selling it to another buddy. But here's basically what we discovered. 6% right now of your database is going to list their home for sale in the next 12 months. 6% of your database. But you ready? Up to 8% will transact. 6% will sell, 8% will transact. So do you have enough opportunity in your phone? What do you guys think? What do you guys think? Yeah. Now some of you, you'll need to add more people. We can certainly talk about that. But here's the bummer, you ready? What's happened in this environment, and I know none of you are guilty of it, but what's happening right now is, as much as this device is connecting us to people all over the world, it's also simultaneously making it very easy for two things to go away. You ready? Trust and loyalty. The consumers now today have so many options, so many options that this trust and loyalty issue is becoming a massive, massive challenge, especially when you've got 30,000 people in your phone or you've got 1,800 people that you actually know, like, and trust Kind of. And you think they hope that they like you. So my buddies over at 1,000 Watt, are you guys all on the 1,000 Watt email list, yes or no? What? Okay, really quick, write this in your notes, side note. Sign up today. It's a free newsletter from 1,000 Watt, spelled out, 100, exactly as you see it there. You want to sign up for that. You want to sign up today for Housing Wire. If you're not on Housing Wire, 
you want to cancel your Inman subscription and just do Housing Wire. I'm busting your chops. I actually love Brad. But, you know, Brad's like who's sleeping with who and the whole industry is falling apart. Housing Wire is here's the data on real estate. Here's what you need to know as a professional to shoot content and to educate people. And then 1,000 Watt, because they do all this interesting research for a few of us, and I'm going to give you guys a little insight here because you're going to get a copy of these slides. But my argument to you is if we lose loyalty and trust, do we really have a business anymore? I, I have a client, I won't say his name. Um, when he came to me, his service level was so bad that someone that had been selling real estate for as long as he had been selling real estate, I'd say, well, what percentage of your business at this point comes from referrals? Because I'm, I'm expecting to hear 60%, 70%. He's like, none. I was like, how do you get none? How do you do 140 deals a year and never get referrals? And then I started talking to him, and it was very obvious. He doesn't give a shit about anything except for the transaction. So he's just a hunter all day long. Hunt, kill, hunt, kill, hunt, kill. And behind him is dead bodies and past clients. You guys with me on this? So, of course, I'm telling him that the real relationship begins at the closing table, that that's where it all starts. The closing table forward is where all the reviews and where all the referrals, where all the opportunities come. So, you know, we're making adjustments, but when we reach out to his database, no one wants to talk to him. He has no loyalty and no trust. Is that a problem? What do you guys think? Right? Because eventually, he's going to get tired of banging the phone three hours a day, which is why he called me, like, help me figure this out. So here's what 1,000 Watts saying. Look at this. 32% of people ranked real estate agents five or lower on the trustworthiness scale. That's kind of interesting. And they basically said, and here's what it is, you ready? They think that most agents lie. Now, that shouldn't shock any of you, but it shouldn't depress you. All you have to do is just look and say, hey, this is what most people are thinking. How can I, cons how can I consistently demonstrate on video or in other ways that what I say is real? Here's the data. Here's the facts. Here's the numbers. Don't make any boisterous, crazy claims. Talk about MLS stats. Be the educator. We all know what we should do. But I found this to be interesting. Look at this. It's a matter of trust. The survey actually showed that open and honest communication outranked good negotiation skills. So even though we say, I can negotiate for you, you can get the highest possible price, and I'm going to market the home, and I'm going to get you the most, what they wanted more than anything else was just talk to me. Educate me. Keep me in the loop. I want to know what's going on. I don't want to feel displaced. Now, you all get that, especially a lot of my teams inside the room, because you've created these beautiful transaction coordinators and people that are helping you do the business. But I found this to be interesting. Look at this slide. They asked, has Bravo and HGTV, has that been responsible for low trust? And the consumers actually said, no, it's been the exact opposite. We actually trust them more because we see how hard they work. We see the behind the scenes. So what does this tell us? Content creates trust. Where could you go to get tuned up, to get your mindset right, to get an unlimited number of marketing and lead generation strategies to win even more listings? The answer, my friend, is obvious. The Success Summit in Dallas, August 23rd through the 25th. If you want to be surrounded by thousands of like-minded individuals that are not buying into the noise, but instead staying mentally tough and most importantly, earning the money that they desire, then you need to join us. So to make your reservation, just go to tomferry.com forward slash summit. Make sure you put in the promo code SUMMIT15, that's SUMMIT15, to get 15% off 
your ticket. I can't wait to see you at this year's Success Summit. Content creates trust. And if you want to put your trust on steroids, there's only one way to do it today, and it's right here. This is how we do it. Now, here's where it gets interesting. They said the good news is, regarding loyalty, 83% of consumers said they were extremely satisfied by what it is you did. 83% loved the experience. But NAR says only 15% of the people ever referred you a piece of deal, like ever referred you or did another transaction with you. Now, it may not be you, Deb, but the entire industry is suffering from this. So we looked at why, right? Begging the question, what happens to the other 68% that didn't do it? Where are they going? What are they doing? And what can we do to get them to make sure they're coming back to us? So do me a favor. As we kind of were getting deep in these data points, I want you just to tell your buddy, being super honest, do you have past clients that you did this to? Oh, my God. I'm so happy to be working with you. We are going to spend so much time together. You guys are so much fun. I'm going to introduce you to all my friends. We're going to get you guys in the community. We're going to do all these great things. Then you close the deal and you never talk to him again. Do me a favor. Turn to your buddy and say, he is so talking to you right now. How many of you know what I'm talking about? Say I. Right? That you fall in love with the client. Then you battle through the transaction, close the deal, get drunk, and you never call them again. So I'm talking about this content, and I happen to be sitting with two people on my team. Courtney, Courtney, stand up. So cute little Courtney here, her and Miles buy this great place, gone up in value tremendously, and she makes this comment to me in front of a bunch of Team Plus clients. Here's what she said. Yeah, it's really funny, this whole thing about loyalty, like, my agent sold us a place, never called us again. And you remember what you said? I just assumed my agent didn't like 25-year-olds. They never called him again. And I thought, well, that's interesting that I'm sitting with Ian, our producer here in Dallas. And Ian's like, yeah, man, I moved from L.A. I buy a place in Prosper, Texas. I'm all excited because the agent's like, dude, I'm going to show you every place. I'm going to get you to this. and I'll get you to the golf club and blah, 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 blah. And he goes, we close the deal. The agent gets paid. Have not heard from the agent since two people in my office basically within a week apart. Now, I know you're going to say, I never do that, and I'm going to say, I call bullshit. You with me? So here's the deal. You ready? If you look at the missing 68%, here's the opportunity for us. The number one thing that they said, the reason why they didn't ever call you or reach out to you again or respond and engage is they just didn't understand the scope of information that you have. They didn't know that you could do so much more for them so instead of reaching out to you, they called somebody else. They went online. I would argue, in your notes, write this down. Everybody calls you for everything. That needs to be the game. That everybody's calling you for everything. That you are the hub in your community for everything related to real estate for everything related to housing. Hey, we need a new roofer, who do we talk to? Hey, we're trying to interview plumbers. You're like, I don't want these phone calls. And my response to you is, you should want these phone calls. Because the person that's fixing up their house is thinking about doing what? We all know the game. But here's the second part they said. The obvious thing was the complete failure on the agent's part to maintain a relationship beyond the transaction. Now, I know some of you are like, Tom, I'm so good at this. I kill this. To which my response is, keep up the good work. And here's the thing. You ready? Right now, consumers only want to know two things. 
So if you're not delivering these two things, you may be saying, hey, how's it going? And I'm thinking about you. But the two things they want more than anything else, do you know what they are? What would you guys guess? Okay, number one, how much is my home worth this week? How much is my home worth right now? Every one of them wants to know. And the number two thing they all want to know is, should I refi again? But it actually shows up like this. Can I refi again? Hey, I just got a smoking rate last year at 3.25. I almost giggled just thinking about it. Because that person can get a 2.75 today, or better yet, get a 2.75, then keep that house as a rental and go get another one at 2.75 and buy another house. And yet, ask yourself this question. Have you gone through your entire database and said, ready? Three questions. Would you like to know how much your home is worth? What's your current interest rate? And what are your plans for this house over the next three to five years? If you haven't asked those three questions to connect with your clients, you're missing the six to 8% that we're talking about. We don't have an inventory problem, people. We have an execution problem. We have a lack of consistent follow-up. We're all trying to find the silver bullet, and right now the silver bullet is your phone. Does that make sense? So tell your buddy very quickly, what are you committed to? What are you committed to? They want to know how much is it worth, interest rate, ready? And then what are your plans over the next three to five years for this home? What are your plans for this home over the next three to five years? So I argue that the real relationship begins at the closing table. That the real relationship starts as we close the transaction. So we know that 78% of people love when you reach out. Like that's the obvious data. They want you to talk to them. So here's the three things I want you to do. You ready? In your notes, write down all three. Number one thing. I think the next new show, Tom, is the show called After the Closing Table or Our Home. Because I have a feeling that's going to impact your search when you have buyers that you're creating content just for the fact that they bought a house in Maui. And it's everything you need to know about Maui. Does that make sense? And all of the show is created just for the people you sold houses to. So, Jim, you guys are all playing around with this SEO stuff on YouTube, right, with Patrick. And all I keep hearing is, and I'm going to give you guys the scoop on this later, is that consumers are searching online, and whoever has the most content that matches that search query gets the business. So that's number one. Number two, we've got to do a better job following up, but you guys know that. But number three is you've got to start creating more content for your database. In 2021, you can no longer afford to have someone else creating content that they're falling in love with in your local marketplace. It has to be you. So tell your buddy what you're committed to. Tell your buddy, what are you committed to? What I'm seeing is those of you that have leaned in on your database, those of you that made the phone calls to just check in and say, how are you doing? Is everything okay? I know it's a crazy time right now. Remember April, May, June of last year, everyone thought everyone was going to die. And you were calling and saying, I just want to make sure you guys are okay. Is there anything I can do? And the number of times I heard from clients saying, yeah, I'm picking up groceries for my past clients. I'm picking up medication for elderly couples in my marketplace. That made my heart sing. And those men and women, their businesses are flying through the roof because it was just being selfless. Just saying, I'm just here to serve. I'll throw the mask and the hazmat suit on. I'll do whatever it takes to serve my clients. You cannot replace the impact, right, with any marketing than what you did during those times. 
But on the other side, the agents that have gotten fixated on video, building my brand, scaling my trust, and managing my funnel like I would manage any other business, those guys and gals are killing it as well. But when you do both, that is the secret weapon. It's running a data-driven business, but it's working those relationships and being there for them on steroids. You do that, and it's a game changer. Yes? Yes or no, guys? Yeah. Now, most of you forgot why I even started this. 35% referral fees on $90 billion in sales. 35% referral fees, up to 42% referral fees on half of every transaction in the country. And all I'm saying to you is, you might want to get your GMB done. You might want to add some photos. You might want to get some more reviews. Maybe even go video. And heaven forbid, you might want to call your clients and actually give them what they want. And some of you knuckleheads still don't. And I'm not saying you. I'm saying her. <laughs> so let's keep going. You ready? So let's acknowledge the real problem. Ready? You're afraid to call some of them. Yes or no, guys? Yes or no? You're like, you see them and you're like, oh, that was like the worst transaction ever. Or, oh, they smell. Oh, right? Like, whatever it is, right? We have these like hallucinations and reputations. But some of you are afraid to call because you don't want to come across like you're, you're begging for business. So don't beg for business. Hey, Sarah, Tom Ferry, oh my God, it's been forever. How are you? My phone has been ringing off the hook with all my besties like you that I haven't talked to in forever, and everybody wants to know three things. How much is my home worth? Should I refinance again? And everybody seems to be talking about their next move in the next one to five years. We haven't talked. Do you want to know how much your home was worth? Yes. I already did some research. It's between X and Y, but since you're not selling, it doesn't matter. But do you know, have you ever been to Vegas? So your home's gone up, I just figured it out, 23% just in the last 14 months, but it only works if you cash in the chips. Long pause. Let them sit and own that for a second. So if you don't cash in the chips, which means either you sell the property or you refinance, pull some money out, and you go buy a second home, but I'm sure you've already been thinking about that, right? Yeah. And then what's your interest rate right now? Four, okay, by the way, That's my, no, 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 no. So uh, I think it was um, Jeff Mays, Coach Jeff. I did a podcast with Jeff and Patrick and, uh, and Bill Pipes. No, not Patrick, Jason, Jeff, and Bill Pipes. And I love it because all my clients are like, what? Because none of you listen to my content. Thanks. I'm going to punch all of you in a loving way. But it was Jeff who said he had one of his clients in Silicon Valley do research in their area, and guess what they discovered, right? Amongst their client base, all, he, he's like, I had like a third of my clients that their interest rate was like 3.7, 4%. And what better reason to reach out to your own customer to say, hey, I just, now, because you know you can get that data. You can't get it in Canada, you can't get it in Mexico, you can't get it in Europe, but you can get all that data in the US. And if you don't sell them a house, who cares? If you get them to lower their payment and you're being the custodian of their home, you're providing value. Then the last question is, what do you guys think about the next three to five years? Like, is this the forever home or is this like, is this the stepping stone to the next home? What are you guys thinking about? Uh, the kids have all left for college. So the kids have all left for college. We should downsize and move so they can't come back. 100%. Right? I mean, I'm an empty nester. I totally understand. I want a one bedroom, one bath, not enough room for everybody else, 8,000 square feet. So I'm dead serious. I'm dead serious. 
So we're afraid to come across like we're asking for business. You're gonna oh you yeah. find me something in Riviera. That's where my wife's family's from. Family. All right, number three. The reason you don't make the phone calls is because it takes too much time because they want to talk to you. And it drives you insane. You're like, look, I just want to know, what do you want to do, what do you want to do, what do you want to do, and get off. Do you all do uh, the color coding, like your personality profiles? So you know if you're red like I am, it's basically be bright, be fast, and be gone. That doesn't work for relationships. For relationships, you got to go a little more green, a little more yellow. You got to slow down. But I know why you don't do it because you haven't leveraged yourself and you're involved in too much of the nonsense. You're not making three grand an hour. You're making $25 an hour doing that bullshit versus $3,000 an hour talking to your clients. Does that make sense? Listen, one of my most successful clients is Tim Smith. Timmy's having a bonkers year. Last year, he did $703 million in sales. That's good, right? I'm sorry, $703 million in sales. That's good, right? Oh, no, it gets better. Unlike this year where his team is dominating, $600 million to the 703 was him. He personally did $600 million in sales last year. And in a coaching session three weeks ago, he's like, you know, I'm still kind of riding high on that. We're only at like 500 million this year, so we're a little bit behind. And like he's struggling with that emotionally. And I'm like, you know, playing the violin for him, like you poor thing, like suffer, suffer. And then I said, well, what should we do? And he's like, I know, I know, 554. I got to talk to five people every day inside my database. I got to call five people in my database. I have no idea who they are or why they're there and get to know them. And then I got to do four lead follow-up calls. And the second he started, last Friday, was it last Friday? He had four listings taken on Friday. Is that a good day? Wow. His average sales price like four or five million bucks. Is that a good day? Right? All day long, that's good. But he understands when he's in his car, here's the hint. You ready? Tell your buddy, this is going to sound hysterical. Tell your buddy if you actually drive yourself. Are you insane? First of all, how many of you are from Texas? Raise your hands really high. None of you people can drive. I get on the 75 every day. It's freaking NASCAR. I put a helmet on. I'm like, holy shit. Right? But here's the thing. I kid you not. Shh. All of you should get a college kid to drive you for the next three years. All of you should get a college kid. And here's what you do. You run an ad that says... Come work with me. I will teach you how to make $200,000 a year selling real estate. And you will because they're going to drive you from appointment to appointment to appointment. And the whole time, you know what you're doing? Making phone calls. Timmy Smith showed me I am his coach. And I said, I want to look at this house. He's like, I would love to show it to you. Great. I get in his car. He's on the phone. So I just get on my phone and I start doing whatever. And I'm, I'm waiting for him to get off the call. And I hear him like handling objections, closing for the appointment. He's doing more of this. And then he's like, okay, cool. Tuesday, four o'clock. Awesome. He's like, hey, I got to make two more calls. Boom. And goes to the next one. And we're driving to the house that he's going to show me. The entire drive, he's making phone calls. We get to the house. He goes, you know how to use the lockbox, right? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Give me your coat. Let's go. Like, it could have been the worst buyer presentation ever. But my point is, 
He's so hyper-focused because he's got a six-year-old and his daughter. He wants to be home. When he gets home, he wants all of his calls out of the way. He wants all that work done so he can be present. Does that make sense? I know you guys love getting home at 8.30 at night and then just doing calls and texts and emails the entire time. He wants all that done so he maximizes all of his time and you should do the same. Look at the next one, number four. You haven't created a plan. So here's what, here's what happens. Your clients are getting sporadic information from you. Sporadic doesn't work, my friends. It's got to be consistent all the time. Chinese water torture, drip, 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 drip. That's how you win. But the more interesting one is, this is where a lot of you get stuck. You think sending email and text and creating a little bit of content is actually more valuable than you saying, hey, baby, I haven't talked to you in a while. What's shaking? What's going on? So I'm telling you right now, my friends, all, of, all the people in your database, you know where they're going right now? Zillow, Quicken, Realtor, all these sites, all day long, all day long, all day long, all day long. And the question is, what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? Are you going to let it happen? Let the blob just eat up your business? Or are you actually going to stand your ground and do something about it? You know what I love about this, Paul? It's basics. Basics right now, plays that work, that's what's winning right now. Now, I'm going to walk you guys through a whole bunch of stuff, but here's what you got to get. While you're not calling your database, all the big tech, well-funded competitors can to call, mail, run TV, do radio, do digital ads, and they make more compelling offers than you do. They make more compelling offers. So they break your trust, they kill your loyalty, and they go to that site because they want the discount or the bells and whistles or the package or the special offer. So how do you guys see this playing out? Do you guys see this ending or do you see it getting more? What do you guys think? No, 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 I can't hear you. What do you guys think? Don't shoot the messenger. What are you going to do about it? What are you going to do at scale? So have your channel partners, but do all this other stuff is my argument. Now, why are they doing it? 35% of $90 billion is a lot of money. So... Let's talk about plays that work, and we're going to take a break in about 12 minutes. Actually, do me a favor, stand up. Just for about 45 seconds to bring so much energy to your section of the room. Ladies in heels, kick them off. I want full jumps. You're like at an EDM concert. I want you completely going nuts just for 45 seconds to just get your energy right because the afternoon is going to be bonkers, but you got to have good energy. So I need 45 seconds of level 10 energy, and I will accept nothing less. Are you with me? Are you with me? All right, 45 seconds on three. Ready, one, two, three, go! Yeah! Yeah! Let's go! Let's go! All my friends on Zoom, let's go! Okay, 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 okay. All right, hold on. Hold on. I would give that a five. Some of my clients are like exhausted right now. I haven't done this in 20 months. Okay, that was a five, I need a 10. So whatever you did, I need way more, got it? 
way more. Ready, one, two, three, go! Yeah! Yes! 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 Let's go! Okay, okay. Now, do me a favor, look at your partner and say, I need that from you all day. All right, so now, grab your seats very quickly. Grab your seats very quickly. We're going to take a break in about four minutes, five minutes. Shh, but I want you all to look at something very quickly. So you ready? Shh. This afternoon, I have to tell you, after the break, I met this woman, got an interview on my podcast, fell in love with her immediately. Let's do a real be honest amongst friends. Are we amongst friends? That was very lame. Are we amongst friends? Then let's do be honest. I say, get up, move your body, get energetic. And I watch some of you like, I'm here all by myself. I don't know any of these people. Where's the Kool-Aid? Holy shit. And then I see like clients I've known forever that are like, but they're not playing full out. Like, and I know why. Here's the thing. Like earlier when I said, you want to create a brand? Be unapologetically you. But in an environment like that, in a situation like that, sometimes we got to get outside of our comfort zone. Yes or no, guys? Yeah. Right? Like, I want you all to make way more money. Yeah. On, on Thursday, when I talked to you about, here's how I want you to be buying more properties. And I exposed you to one of our clients in the room that owns like 600 houses. And he started in college, and he's going to go, Here's my formula, this is what I do, this is how I do it, and you could do the same exact thing, and all of you are gonna go, shit, that's just a play that works, I'm gonna start doing that, but I know what will stop you, and it's one word, fear. Fear. Fear of COVID, fear of cold calls, fear. That's what stops most people. So what do you think the entire afternoon session's on? Not with me, but with this insane guest speaker, Michelle, who's going to talk to you about, like, hello, fears. Now, what are we going to do about it? So all of us are going to be challenged this afternoon to push way outside of your comfort zone. And you know how it might just show up? You might shoot a video. Some of you might go skydiving. Some of you might smoke weed for the first time. I don't know. I don't know if I'm ever going to say that again. But my point is, yes, thank you. The point is this. I want you at the break to do two things. I want you to go see all these incredible companies that we have, right? Tomo and Boomtown and Agent Image and all these incredible companies. And just take like 10 minutes and peruse and see what's there. But what I really want you to do is get honest with yourself. Where does fear shut you down? <laughs> 
where do you get stopped? Because what if after the break, you were given not only the tools, but a little schedule to follow to get over the fears? And then how do you think that's going to show up in a year or two or five or maybe just Thursday? Because I know this, every time I stand at the cliff of, oh my God, where's Tom Ferry? And I know I want to get over there. I know the first step is where all the fear is. How many of you know what I'm talking about? I remember going on a snowboarding trip with my buddies. I'm the only one on a snowboard. They're all on skis. So they go up to this ridge. And William, I'm like. And I finally just take my board off and walk it over there. And I remember sitting next to my buddy Claude and going, that's really high. And he's like, this is like the best part, Tom. It's super awesome. Like when you make that initial and all I heard was just death and dying. And it was probably just like this. This is maybe only, Pat, I don't know, four feet, right? And I'm looking, but it looked like 700 feet into sharks going like this. But I'm standing near the cliff of, oh my God, where's Tom Ferry? And what I want is the most epic snowboard day. But the fear actually had me saying, screw it. I can just go back to the cat track, get in the thing, and ride down the hill. And yeah, my buddies may razz me. This is actually what I was thinking. And I'm like, I don't know. It's just like, what if I get hurt? You know, when I was 12, I hurt my hip. I'm having those conversations standing like this. I know none of you have ever talked yourself out of things before, but I have. And it was beautiful because all of a sudden my buddy Claude's like, okay, man, we're all going. And like Steve goes and then Chad goes and Claude just goes like this. And just pushed me off the hill. And I went like this. Oh, oh my God, this is the most amazing thing ever. Oh my God, I want to do this every day for the rest of my life. One second of fear, all that joy and happiness. Ask yourself, what are you most afraid of? What stops you the most in business? What stops you the most in shooting video? What stops you the most in having more joy and ecstasy and love and happiness? Because the things that stop you, that's what I want to unlock this afternoon. Does that make sense? And maybe, just maybe, you might make a few phone calls because of it. Or maybe shoot a video. But we do that, I think we all win. What do you guys think? You think? Yes? So seven of you are in, the rest of you are like, Holy shit, what's happening after the break? If you want more information about this episode, including my show notes, mentions, links, and everything else, make sure you visit tomferry.com slash podcast. That's tomferry.com slash podcast. Thanks again and talk to you soon.